Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Apocalypse. Now, I almost said Apocalypse now. Uh, <laughs> I'm Brian. I'm with Gio, and welcome to another Tuesday episode of Now. Uh, Jacob is running a little bit behind, but he will be here. Uh, Keith, maybe, who knows, but Jake is in Hawaii. So, yeah. The, the, what are Aloha, they? Jake. Yeah, what's the saying? Uh, the inmates are running the prison tonight. Yeah, right. That's what here we are. <laughs> so uh, yes, here we are. The inmates have control while the prison warden is on vacation. But yeah, uh, Gio, how you doing? Pretty good, man. We made it through a rough stretch of just crazy, crazy heat weather. You know, like a massive heat wave. You would think we were living in an oven, man. It got as high as 113 up here in Northern yeah. California. Dude. I, today was the first day I have opened my sliding glass door in I don't even know how long. Because yeah. I've just literally been in an air conditioning bubble. Right. Like It just yeah. takes it out of you and you don't want to do anything. You're just miserable. But yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'm I'm with you. It was hot, 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 hot as hell. No yeah. exaggeration. <laughs> no, literally. It's yeah. yeah. I that one thirteen. I feel like is the hottest I've been up here since I've moved up here. I mean, I'm yeah. sure you guys have gotten hot, but that that's that's a record for me, mm-hmm. especially from the Bay Area. <laughs> right. That's yeah. But uh, yeah. So we've got a fun little show for everyone today. Um, the show is basically kind of going to be a little bit of a uh, Black Widow dedication episode. We've got um, we're going to talk about uh, the movie because we all went and saw it. So there will mm-hmm. be spoilers. Um, and then we will also be doing a ranked tier list um, of Black Widow appearing in all marvel mcu properties um and we are going to go off of her best performance and just overall what we liked the best uh coming from scarlett johansson and black widow um but before we get into that we are going to go ahead and start our movie watching challenge um which you know it's easy enough because I was the one that was challenged. So um, if you didn't already know, the movie that I was challenged to was Basketball. Uh, the creators of South Park made a sports movie. Matt Stone and Trey Parker, yep. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah. Wait, before you begin... Dun, dun, dun. Oh, yeah. There we go. There you go. Since I'm the one reviewing, I don't have to make it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. What'd you think, bud? Um, Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Who challenged me to it? Jake? It might have been Jake. I I know my movie lost. Um, Hi, Keith. Jake or Jacob? Hey. Keith, you didn't challenge me to basketball, did you? No. I know. You have higher standards. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so basketball um i had to pay for it and 
let's just say I paid for it in many different ways because holy crap. And this is shocking to me. I thought for me, Mm. I'm the king of crappy movies. Like out of the five of us, you give someone a crappy movie, like more than likely I'm probably going to be the one that comes out of it liking it. Um, And it's just... Yeah, I, I, mean, I love South Park, by the way. I've seen every episode of South Park. Okay. So I thought for sure that uh, I would go into this loving it. Yeah. Yeah, not so much. Uh, oh, I wonder if was, you would have seen it at the time. I mean, I know you were like, probably a kid when it came out, but. Because yeah. I actually, because believe it or not, I actually, and I, I saw it at the time. I haven't seen it since. So I'm sure I don't. I don't know how I would feel, but I thought this movie was pretty funny when I saw it. <laughs> it's know. it has its moments for sure. It definitely like it's it, it like I said, it has its moments that it, it got me. Like it definitely had me like laughing a couple times. But overall, I was just going like, oh my god! Like they sure. are really trying to push the stupidity of right, a, right, right, of funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and there were definitely some stuff that nowadays would get you like, well, maybe not them because they get away with murder as it is. <laughs> uh, so like the, <laughs> the one that made me laugh was the, uh, the San Francisco fairies is the team. Yes. And so their mascot <laughs> was the, sh- the fa- uh, fairy ship, but they had guy cheerleaders and just like all yeah, that yeah. stuff. Um, what else? There were what was some other stuff that got me? How'd you like the uh, the creativity of the psychouts? I mean, playing. I'll say this: I I wouldn't mind playing the game. Like the okay. game itself, it does. I was well. like, okay, like this could be kind of fun. I suck at basketball. Well, I'm not going to say I suck at basketball. I'm not great at basketball. It's not my top sport, but uh, I would definitely. Hi, John and Johnny. Hey. Uh, I would not say that I am like the greatest, but I would. I think it would be fun. I like that it's a like a uh, a lazy man's sport. <laughs> like they definitely kept saying, like, yeah, us out of shape, like. <laughs> losers are great at this so yeah i i mean look at them although i look i think it's funny that she's on the like cover and she's not even in it that much like she's uh, just kind of there as like jenny, hey, look, uh, there's a, a pretty person yeah. isn't jenny mccarthy isn't that jenny, her name jenny McCarthy, yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah um she barely even speaks other than to make sexual double entendres but um yeah i mean it wasn't the worst movie it wasn't like i didn't come out of it going like this is the greatest thing ever <laughs> um I, I i do wish the sport was real because i would definitely want to try it i think it would be interesting um I'm trying to think if the poor little friend that just gets messed up anytime he does anything oh squeak squeak <laughs> yes um 
you just like the hot tub or anything. <laughs> just it, it was yeah. definitely a wild movie. I think the hardest part for me was is hearing their voices and them not being their South Park characters. Like, I mean, like there's definitely a part, there's a part where he, uh, one of them's voice starts voicing Cartman. Um, and that, that like, that's on purpose, but like, I like the whole entire time, I forget which one it was. Um, I kept hearing just basically Stan Marsh's voice. Like that's all I could get in my head was just that's the dad's voice. So, um, but yeah, overall, am I glad I saw it? Yeah, I can check it off my movie list. Am I ever gonna watch it again? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, have, have both of you seen it? There you go. Yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. it early on. Um, was that movie that we probably shouldn't have watched as kids, but we did anyway. Yeah. And it was just hilarious. I mean, like, yeah, you could probably say some of the stuff doesn't, wouldn't be okay today, you know, as, as, uh, time keeps going on, the times keep changing. It gets harder and harder to do comedy. But, um, those guys, uh, who also did uh, South park, as you've said, um, they, they just don't care. No, they would they get away with murder. They would they would do it. And there's a certain level of appreciation to that. Uh, the concept of it basketball, I mean, it's stupid, but, you know, they, they make fun out of it. And so, uh, you know, for myself, it, it, there's a nostalgia factor. Does it get better with time? I mean, as we get older, you know, it's just like, uh, but, you know, heavily nostalgia for me. Fair. Keith. Well, yeah, I saw it. Uh... At, I saw it um, at home, or, or like on video, but at the time, uh, shortly after it was in theaters. But um, I will disagree slightly, Geo. This is another discussion. Uh, it's not hard to do comedy. It's not getting harder to do comedy. There's plenty of good comedy out there. Uh, there's a long list of very funny things, very funny shows. You know, it was a good place and break old Kenny Schmidt. Uh, 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 all kinds of stuff that's funny. Brooklyn Nine Nine. You know, comedy is different. Comedy just it evolves over time, like a lot of art forms. You know, there's stuff that was funny in the 1940s that we wouldn't find funny now, just because there's stuff that's going to be funny 100 years from now that you know we think it's hilarious. You know, it's not going to it's not funny, not going to be funny in the future. So, comedy just evolves. Uh, but these guys, like you said, they did seem to get a pass on certain things just because they went after everything. They still you know, do. I mean, they still South do. Park yeah, absolutely. Still going. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there, you know, there's ways to do it. It's you know, like I said, they're not really not hurting anyone. They'll make fun of they make fun of themselves as well, you know. So oh yeah, I they think definitely lot, do that. Absolutely. I think a lot of what I think this, this movie, I think, is definitely definitely was a lot of it tongue in cheek. You know, they knew they were making a silly movie. You know, but yeah. You know, but. They, the, it, it, did feel like they were just like, let's see how ridiculous we can make a movie. Uh, and absolutely. And they're making fun of sports and the way sports is, you know. Oh, like, that, okay. Like, that part at the beginning where they're like, uh, we're going to make a league where the teams can't move. And then, uh, yes. the, and they literally have a map that shows all <laughs> the movements 
<laughs> that part made me laugh pretty good because they were like, yeah. the Oakland Raiders moved to Los Angeles, and then they moved back. And I don't think anyone in Los Angeles ever even noticed they were there. But the, like, <laughs> like, I was just like, ah, damn you. So, uh, no, yeah. that, that part made me laugh because I was like, that's, that is really true. So, yeah. but yeah. Um, all right. Let me go ahead and bring the freshly made bre uh, bread bed person. <laughs> Mr. Hello. Jake hello. Hello, hello, How's it hello. going? I Sorry like for my tardiness. Asked. Oh, no, you're fine. I feel like everybody asked. Isn't your blanket Baby Yoda? It is Grogu. Yes, it is. Yes. Okay, fair enough. Yes. Well, um, we were going As is to mine. Oh, <laughs> oh, yours is cute. Yours is like very Baby Yoda. Um, ah, there. God, you out of timing. <laughs> Somebody Hello, Rachel. We've been waiting <laughs> so that way we could take a moment to appreciate you and wish you a happiest of birthdays. Our sixth, I've got the number right this time, not fifth, sixth <laughs> member of Apocalypse. I'm not trying to get rid of Keith as much as you guys try to pretend uh, that I am. But uh, yeah, we just want to take a moment in our show to yes. wish Rachel a very, very happy birthday because yes. she was our, our first mod. Honestly, it felt like our first real supporter. <laughs> uh, yeah. Are we going to sing her happy birthday? No, we'll get <laughs> I don't know about that. We have, we, yeah, that's true. You would. And I don't have a good voice either, but no, happy, happy birthday, birthday, Rachel. Thank you so much. Yeah, like, they do. They take they, it. They down. really you do. They do. They, if you sing what? happy birthday. Yeah. We'll we'll get a copyright claim. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. So um yes, our, our sixth member there. Um yes. Rachel. Thank you for everything you do. You are the best. Our first mod. Um yes. so yeah. We just want to take that second. All right. Um let's get back. So yes. Movie watching challenge. Uh, since it was my turn, I guess to to uh, watch a movie, I get to pick the person, and I chose the gentleman underneath me right now, Gio Ramos, uh, and he has been challenged to three movies. Um, and oh wait, before are you polling or are you? picking uh let's go with the poll i i picked last time let's go with the poll this time okay so the movies that mr geo has been challenged to for his movie watching challenge is la confidential hey that's that one guy who used to be in hollywood yeah <laughs> Shaun of the dead can't believe I haven't seen this one. I, yeah. And to die for. Oh, let me guess who chose that one. Uh, don't ask You'll me. You'll never I'd... guess. Yeah, I feel like this one might be pretty easy for you to figure out who did who picked what. Um, Are they only from us three or? Who's... Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So. Oh, are ones from Jake? I'm... 
Now yeah. Keith yeah, didn't get his didn't, time today. Yeah, I didn't get oh, his game, no yeah. worries, no worries. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that is the three movies that you have been challenged to, my good sir. Any uh, predictions on which one's going to win? Probably this one. Um, Edgar Wright, Joe Cornish, I think his name is. Um, I mean, that's that's a classic movie right there. That is a classic, especially in the zombie genre right there. Um, so I think that one will win. Trilogy. And I will, I will start preparing. What what is it called again? The trilogy, the Cornetto uh, trilogy, Cornetto. and it Cornetto, comes from yeah, this movie. That it's the gun, isn't it? I forget. Or the bar? No, yeah, I know ice, what ice it cream. is. Ice cream. Ice cream. It's the I. Well, uh, I didn't want to ruin cream. it for Geo, but yeah. All right, okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> um. So those will. Or be well, that's not even the movie he's watching for sure. So <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. This is the first one in that line though right or is it hot yes hot? yeah 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 is it no this came out first okay. this came out first okay. yes <laughs> um so yeah uh that poll will be up probably tomorrow morning um as soon as jake is able to post it uh from hawaii via carrier pigeon um so <laughs> <laughs> uh mr jacob you get the next little shebang shebang. Absolutely. So if you haven't uh, seen it on our channel yet, you should definitely go check out one of our other shows that we do called The Casting Table. Is our very own uh, chance at being casting directors and choosing some of our favorite actors to play our favorite characters. So, for example, we take a character from, let's say, maybe Lord of the Rings lore, and we say, okay, we're going to, choose this character and each of us are going to choose a few different actors who we think could fit this role in our eyes and we present why we think they would do a great job in that role sometimes you know you're just choosing your favorite actors sometimes you're choosing great actors who you think would do well but maybe would never even take the role it's a lot of fun we've done tons of characters all from the dc universe from the marvel comics from star wars even to Power Rangers and crazy stuff like that. And we got a really cool one coming up with our next episode, and that'll be Zatanna from the DC Comics. We anticipate, well, maybe she's already cast in a DC movie. I, I don't know. Or not. maybe the character's already going to be in a DC movie that I'm not aware of. I'm sure Gio would know. But either way, we should be seeing her soon. So we are going to do a casting table episode for her. So don't forget to check that out. And you can check out the playlist on our YouTube channel. Yes, we also wait. Oh no, never mind. That's later. Yes, <laughs> the <laughs> yeah, don't listen to me. Uh, but yeah, check out uh, Zatanna uh, casting table because that could get that could be an interesting one. I kind of want to be on that one. I'm like I'm I'm down to do it, but I don't know much about her. To be I honest. don't either. I just noticed that she's yeah. a magical. She's like kind of like. Doctor Strange, in a sense. She's the Doctor Strange, yeah. Yeah. Are we getting a Zatanna movie? We are getting an HBO Max series. That is fantastic. That's why That's why you're here, Gio. Apparently. I don't know. I mean, they announced so much crap to this day still. <laughs> Let's not get into it. I'm still right? waiting on Blue Beetle. That's the one I wanted. 
So we'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, so we are going to move into, sorry, I just got hiccups. We are going to move into our first main topic, if you will. And that is a spoiler talk for black widow, uh, a movie you may have heard over the last week, possibly. Um, it is the newest Marvel MCU movie to be released this time released on, uh, Disney plus or in theaters. We all checked it out in theaters. Um, I'm sure some of us probably have watched it more than once. Um, I'm looking at the man in the salmon colored shirt. Um, so yeah. So again, this is spoiler talk. I really want like a spoiler, like pop up or like a spoiler, like a, a red light thing. Yeah. Like spoilers. <laughs> you aren't. So yeah. Uh, so if, uh, if you don't want this spoiled, come back a little later and see if we're still oh, yeah but um yeah let's just go ahead and uh talk about this movie what i mean okay so we're now in spoiler is there anything really to spoil i mean we know what happens to the character hold on yes there's things to spoil in every movie yes another movie <laughs> oh, i'm sorry another character will be in other mcu projects it's i like would I would say there's two things that you could spoil taskmaster in the end credit scenes. Other than that, I agree. There's taskmasters in this movie. Don't that's yes. We'll get into that. But, um, yeah, the reveal of taskmaster and the end credit scene. Hold on. Does anyone real quick? What? So, but you guys, all right, first of all, treat this movie with some respect. All right. It is just as valuable and, as any MC movie coming out, this just because the main character, we know the main character is not going to die. doesn't mean there's not spoilers or stakes. Every movie with the main character is the title of the movie. For the most part, like 99% of them, the main character doesn't die in the movie. So I hate that argument that, Oh, there's no stakes. Cause we know she does. We know she lives through this. That's a BS argument to me. I agree. Um, Let's first before we get into it. Let's just give our overall what we thought. Uh, who wants to start? Salmon. Um, I'm actually glad you're hosting, <laughs> Brian, because I I wanted to save my energy for this. Um, <laughs> I'll just say, like, there are uh, this movie is not perfect. It has issues for sure, and um, my two main issues are. The villain Drakeoff is garbage, and that uh, you can smell his, his the scent of him prevents you from killing him. That's like I, I can't believe they put that in the movie. Like I, I honestly can't believe Kevin Feige approved that plot point. The special effects are maybe some of the worst I've seen in the MCU in certain scenes. That it is not compl- like I don't know. They had so much time to finish this, like. For example, when Taskmaster like hits her car for the first time with the missile or whatever, and it, the, it looks so fake when the car's tumbling. And I say this because other MCU movies look absolutely 100% perfect. Like Infinity War and Endgame, they all look absolutely 100% perfect special effects. And how, I don't understand how they go from that to like 
they had some issues in Black Panther 2 with special effects. They This movie, like half the special effects look questionable to me. And to me, that affects my viewing experience. That It happens in quite a bit of movies. Black Panther happened in the first Wonder Woman for me. Like it, it brings, it ruins my experience a little bit. So other than those two things, so I've rewatched, I've seen the movie twice. Um, other than those two things, I borderline love this movie, to be honest, because I realized something. The first time I saw it, I was really annoyed with the villains. And I realized something the second time I watched it, the villains don't really have any screen time. They barely have any screen time. This movie's not about the villains. Mm-hmm. It's about Natasha and her her fake family, but mainly her sister and then her father and her mother. I mean, obviously they're not biological, but that's what this movie's about. And if you pay attention to a majority of the MCU, they've done that throughout the years. Uh, recently, they've put a lot of emphasis on their villains. There have been some great ones, Thanos, uh, Killmonger. Um, Loki's always been great, but a lot of the movies, the villains are just there to prop up the hero in most of the MCU movies. And I think we've always said that. And so this is kind of getting back to that in a way. And I was watching the movie, I was like, wait a minute, I was expecting to be like annoyed with the villains, but they're barely in it. It's just the Red Room is the villain, basically, in a way that her what the red room represents and what it what it put her and her family through that's the villain and she was gonna take it down so those are a few things that i wanted to say but also black widow natasha romanoff is a freaking badass like she's has no superpowers and she's diving down doing a free dive with all this debris and obviously this is a movie like a fictional world that she wouldn't survive that in real life but like she is a straight up badass out there like fighting with no superpowers like if like if cap was free falling like that he would be all awkward like he would survive but he wouldn't be able to like ride the debris like that and he'd be all like holding on to or something like that like even like most characters that they would they wouldn't be able to do that free fall like that so she's a straight up badass and then also i florence Pugh as yelena is probably my favorite introduction to a character when it's not their main movie i I absolutely loved her so those are just some quick thoughts of mine (laughs) okay (laughs) quick thoughts Mm -hmm. keith you want to give yours yes uh yes i did and uh look i i very the first movie was very good i really enjoyed it i didn't i didn't really know what to expect um you know, I trust, I trust uh, Kevin Feige and the folks at Marvel Studios. But for the most part, for the most part, the movies are good. You know, minus well, one or two here that are kind of for me uh, less than average. But uh, and even there, and even those are not probably not terrible. Just ones that I don't like. But uh, for the most part, their movies are an average or above. So I figured it would be okay. But I actually wound up li- really liking it. Um, and you know, listen, Jacob, you hit it right on a thing. That's that's the thing I've been hearing about this movie a lot. Is listen, Kevin Feige said that years ago. Like, it was it's not about our villains. Our, our movies are about our heroes. So you know, I get it. I get what you're saying. Um, but I kind of expected that at least because 
like they can't have a just the story because of where it's set. They can't really can't do anything too world changing or too because there's a whole lot of time in between where this movie kind of starts and ends, and then where we pick her up in uh, Infinity War. And so this is like a little side thing that just happened on her way to, you know, trying to link back up with Captain America and the other fractured Avengers, uh, you know, and my only, I would say criticism or kind of a nitpick, I don't even, I don't know, I guess this movie could have been, this movie could have been, uh, this movie should have been done years ago. Like I, I just I don't know. I do so agree long. with that. It should have came out right after Civil War. Honestly, I think it would have been received not, well. not not literally right after, but I'm saying if no, they made I mean, this same exact movie, it should have came out after Civil War. Yes, yes, exactly. This exact movie, or just a Black Widow movie. Period. I don't know why mm -hmm. it took them this long to, just to get to it. They could have done it years ago. They could honestly, this should have been done at or around the time of Avengers. Probably not necessarily before, but definitely after. Um, yeah. Maybe after Winter Soldier or something. Somewhere in that range of 12 to 14 to 15, somewhere in that, that time frame, uh, in my opinion. But, well, I mean, I don't know. I still don't really understand what, what took so long to get to this. And considering what this movie is, and like I said, there's nothing to it. would have obviously been different then. It wouldn't necessarily told, mm -hmm. necessarily told this, this story. But And we wouldn't have got uh, that post credit scene either. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's definitely true. So, yeah. you know, uh, they made it fit where they could. And, you know, so. Uh, um, but other than that, uh, my only other criticism, if, if I had any, is this movie, it's basically Winter Soldier, <laughs> which is not a bad thing. I shouldn't say that as a criticism because I love Winter mm. Soldier. It's my number one, my number one MCU movie. Um, but it's Winter Soldier. <laughs> like, there's a lot of there's a lot of story things, a lot of things that happen that are right out of like exactly Captain America Winter Soldier, which again, I, I said that I meant I said criticism, and I, I that, now that I think about it, it's not a criticism because I do love Winter Soldier, but they did kind of just do a lot of that stuff again, and it may, maybe that's because of the kind of hands are kind of tied with what the character, what you know, with the time frame. And with what happens with the character later, um, there's stuff that they introduced that can come back, definitely come back later. We, you know, we have no idea. Um, we'll talk about Taskmaster. We'll talk about, uh, you know, obviously the whole thing with Drakeoff. Um, it's just that in mind. He's just kind of a generic villain. Really, nothing to, you know. I had no idea Ray. Didn't know Ray Winstone was in this movie. Um, um, but yeah. It's, yeah, I thought I thought it was really good. Gio. Okay. Um, so many of you who have been watching these nows and most videos where I'm featured in or I'm you know talking being a part of, you know how I've felt about this movie, right? I mean, I I'm just tired of Disney doing that thing where they, you know, they kill off the the people, then they give them a movie right afterwards. Um, however, as I promised, I left all my doubts, all my concerns at the door. I sat down and I saw the movie and I got to say, I was pretty impressed by what I saw. Um, it's not bad. It's better than I thought it was. Uh, I thought it would be, uh, surprisingly a lot of emotion, a lot of heart in there. 
um, to what Jacob and Keith have said, you do get the MCU Marvel mishaps that you get in these solo movies. Um, and yes, the timing should have been a little bit better, but we'll get to that when that time comes. Uh, overall, though, I got to say I was impressed and um, I am actually looking forward to seeing it again. Wow. So, yeah. Those I'm are really, my really quick really. thoughts. <laughs> so, uh, for me, I would give say that this is probably middle of the pack MCU for me. That's how I've been kind of describing it. Uh, that middle range where it's not in the like, uh, oh my God, this is amazing. You have to see this. But not like, definitely not like, this is poo poo. Like, don't, you don't need to watch this um certain things i i mean if anyone knows me at this point you know that i'm a villains person um and yet i completely agree with the fact that this is not supposed to be about the villains it's supposed to be about the characters that uh we know basically black widow um but i and we'll just get straight into it i hate what they did with taskmaster I absolutely hate it. It it's the biggest What do you hate? I hate the fact that they took this character from the comics and uh I think it was Jake or someone told me what Koi Jandrew said is they deadpooled him in X-Men Wolverine or not Wolverine, mm. X-Men Orange Origins. Yes, Wolverine. they deadpooled this character. Um, I this D- Taskmaster to me is a character that can be around, and I'm not saying this character can't, but that he's a character that could be around for a very, very long time. He is a pain in the ass mercenary character that pops up all the time. I do not see. Personally, this character doing that um, going forward, I could see her, uh, and again, spoilers, I can see her possibly coming up somewhere in the future, but Taskmaster is a, a smart ass, says like quirky one-liner type things kind of in the lower end vein of Deadpool. Um, And I also absolutely hate the fact that her mask is, um, uh, it helps her memorize things. Um. I think, I think it should just ease. It should just be easy, like not easy for her to memorize, but like, that should be part of her stick. Well, the original Taskmaster in the comics, he it's like an ability of his, right? Yes. Like it's, it's not a, a robotic thing. So his mask right. is not computerized. Yeah. So ba- I think analyze. that's they were saying that's how she can do it. She doesn't have abilities. That's just she's a cyborg, basically. I mean, you could easily yeah. just say that she's an like an extremely trained Russian spy, mm-hmm. spider, whatever that ha- memorizes things. I. I it's it's nitpicky, I know, but like that's what Taskmaster is known for. Being able to memorize 
the fighting techniques of mm-hmm. his enemies, the or fight in this case, her enemies, and just be able to destroy them. I loved when she did the uh, Wakanda claws. She did a bunch of Spider-Man moves and cap moves. Like that stuff was great. Loved it. Loved that part of Taskmaster. I just don't see this character going forward, evolving into like, oh, Taskmaster. I just don't see it. I'm sorry. Well, it, she's not even a villain anymore. No. Like, yeah, well, so. Taskmaster's uh, not we, really a villain. She's kind of. He he just well he's a he works for himself basically yeah, he's but, a mercenary but still he's most of the time he's doing bad stuff that puts him on the Avengers radar yes like, yes most he, of the he time he, she can definitely still be an antagonist because you realize and yes yeah. for those who well spoiler alert you know so everybody's watching I'm assuming a scene but obviously you know the, the character of Taskmaster is the daughter of the big bad in this movie uh, Gen- General whatever Drakeoff whatever he is Drakeoff yeah yeah. And played by the great Olga Karolinko, by the way, from uh, Quantum of Solace. Um, but yeah, it, 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 it's Rachel. It's very good. It's just like the, what we saw in Civil War with Iron Man's helmet. Um, when he was fighting Captain America, and so this copy mm-hmm. is you know, copy. Is, it's exact, yeah. exactly the same thing. Analyzing his fighting tech secrets. Right. And then, yeah. So, but I get what you're saying. I totally get it. I understand. Uh, I look at it like you know, I mean, it's the character because the character is an antagonist, sort of like a, a like a secondary-ish villain, you know, that kind of just shows up, you know, to mess up whoever you know, whoever he's uh, just show up to get in the way, like a yeah. crossbones, or or That's like. That's what a, I was thinking of. Uh, I was thinking that that he was like, gonna be like another crossbones, but last longer in the MCU, you know. Well, she still might, you know, like a saber tooth. Yeah. Or like a, or like a cross, like I said. But well, I got the implication. She can still be, she can still be pissed off. I got the implication that, that uh, after she was the brainwash stuff was gone, that like she doesn't want to do harm to anybody anymore, like that. But they didn't necessarily say here's that. Here's my I, thing. I thought it was implied. Here's my thing. Someone it's tries killing you. Well, I don't care what power it is. I'm still gonna be pissed off that person tried to kill me. That's what I was getting ready to say, and we still might get. Yeah. That. Okay, I mean, you still could see Natasha at some point. Well, actually not because, <laughs> but in between, but not in now, maybe she and, goes after uh, Elena one day. Who knows? You still know, could be pissed. Like, or the Black Widows. Yeah, she could be pissed off at somebody for hey, you try to kill me, you know. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Or there could be another version of the character or something. I mean, who knows? Yeah, uh, we don't have too too much time. Because we got to get to our tier. Anyone else want to point something that they like really want to talk about? I mean, that end credit is kind of a big deal. The opening was awesome. I will say it was an incredible opening scene, in my opinion, with the uh, flashback and the whole thing in Cleveland. There, credits with the cover of Nirvana. Yeah, I actually loved that, especially after watching it the second time. Like the yeah, I think the whole. I've been probably referencing the whole opening up until we see Natasha in 2016. Yes. Yeah. 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 I thought that was pretty awesome. Um, I think the scene when they're at the, the little store there and she's asking uh, Yelena, Florence Pugh is Yelena is asking her about 
why they do why do you do this this like when they land yeah basically asking the superhero landing i was bellowing like it was la- i don't know if it's the right word i mean i was laughing like this laugh came out of me in the theater yeah. That's one of the funniest things that they've done in any of these movies. So I thought that was I'll hilarious. Tell, since Keith brought it up, I'll mention it. Like, Yelena, throughout this whole movie, I absolutely love her. She's like the little kid of the family that never shuts up. And she's, if you notice, she's talking all the time. And I think yes. that's, I like that because her and Natasha are very different. It, it made me yeah. realize Natasha's a very, like laid back soft-spoken like person and she's a thinker natasha's always just sitting there thinking says very little words and is very soft-spoken yeah and, but her all everything she says though is meaningful and and it's like her little sister just never stops talking and i thought that was pretty cool and yeah yeah and it was kind of sad though like when she um when they're at the dinner table and she's like it was all real to me and so to her, she was like a little child, had no idea what was going on when they were spies in, in the States. So that I was think cool. They but did. The, no, she didn't know, though. She said, you she guys did. never okay. told me. Yeah. I said, yeah, she, she didn't. Said that. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Uh, okay. Natasha knew. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the posing thing was hilarious. The way that they bring me. it up. And then when oh, she yeah. does it at the end, and she's like, oh, that was disgusting. Ugh. I yeah. <laughs> I love that. Love it so yeah. much. I like when she like does the hair flip. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. she does that. And yeah. Like, oh my it's god. So good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think. I will that, say, uh, I was just gonna say, Florence Pugh arguably sometimes steals this movie away. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was gonna say the same thing about David Harbour. Okay. He annoyed me after a while. Really. I got. I kind of started to get tired of him. I felt oh, like he was just like getting into the territory of like forced funny. I could I could see that, but I, oh man, I thought he was great. I, I agree with you. Really great. I thought he was pretty funny. Like the first time, I was like, I was kind of with Brian, like, oh come on. But then when I watched it the second time, I was like, you know, everything he's saying is like funny because he's like, he's like teasing. He's like. Oh Natasha, all business like that that type of stuff like yeah. is just funny to me. Yeah. yeah. Um any anything else specifically that we want to talk about? Gio, you got anything? I mean, in your guys' opening mar- remarks and up till now, you've kind of named a lot of it. Um you know, I, I got over the constant name drops of the Avengers and Captain America and the Avengers. Like, it felt like every other scene, y- y- they mentioned that like twice. And I'm just like, I, I get it. Stop treating your audience like they're dumb. Okay. We know where this movie is set. We know the situation that Natasha Romanoff is in. And they just kept going on and on. Um, but other than that, look, I. As far I, I'm, I I can't believe I'm saying this. I am happy that Scarlett Johansson got her movie. Um, I don't put the timing of the movie on her or director Kate Shortland, who I thought did a good job directing this movie. That's on Kevin Feige and Marvel. Um, you know, just the fact that we got a Captain Marvel movie before 
ScarJo got a Black Widow movie doesn't sit right with me, especially now that we've seen the I story agree. and we've seen the movie. But um, yeah, you guys touched on Taskmaster. My thing is, you know, the the marketing. We saw quite a bit of Taskmaster in there. He has a great opening fight, or sorry, she has a great opening fight where she's mimicking uh, Natasha's moves on the bridge. And then she follows Natasha and Yelena into a tunnel. And then we don't see her again for like another 45 minutes to. She was, she was barely in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I. Like, honestly, thinking about it, I think her father was in it more than she was. Like the character of Taskmaster. Oh, you mean uh, maybe because that scene at the end is long. (laughs) That scene where is is super long where he shows up. Yeah. So I don't know. At this point, I thought. Go ahead. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. No, you're fine. But uh, I I thought what it was going to be the reveal. I, I just for some reason I thought at first. She was going to be the clone of Natasha, and that's why she oh, copied all of them. At least on the first one. Oh, you mean go the long oh, so <laughs> yeah, like, oh, boy. Yeah, no. I, or I was she like, had a twin like, sister, oh, oh, biological sister this whole or time. Or something. Right. Something I would have like done that. this. Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> I had a split second word. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I, I think what, what they were trying to go for was a good idea. Like this little girl she thought she killed end up ended up becoming Taskmaster. Like, that's a good idea, but I don't think it was executed well. That's fair. Mm. Um, all right, before we wrap this part up, uh, that end credit scene, we yeah. see yeah. the grave, which is devastating. Like, that, I think, honestly, that really was the first time where it, it really really never saw me. a funeral for her or nothing no. so that was the first was time it. like it really hit me that this character is dead like like mm-hmm. tony's send off in the river or yeah lake river or whatever you see the arc go out that is essentially his grave that hits you okay Seeing her great headstone, like I was just like, oh, damn it. Like that, this character yeah. really is dead. Um, and then we see Yelena crying over it, and only for Val to show up. And well, Brian, you and I talked about this outside of theater when Yelena whistles, and we thought for a split uh, second yeah. that. Natasha, you were going to hear another whistle back. Yes, I, I was waiting for it. When she whistled, crazy. I was like, no way. And then, uh, just like Jake and I both, um, when that jet lands, and I, it, I was, we were both anticipating Captain America to walk out, and it wasn't. It was uh, her friend. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so Val shows up, and basically flat out says Hawkeye's the one that killed your sister. Yeah, is responsible for her death, yeah. Yeah. Which it, first that is like, whoa, because how does she know that? Um, we don't know how long it's it's been really afterwards. Um like she wasn't there, so how does she know? 
Um, and then, I mean, we already know sh that she's going to be in the Hawkeye show. Now yep. it seems to be we know why. Uh, thoughts on that end credit? Well, clearly she's working for uh, Val slash Elaine slash <laughs> Zeep. Uh, she's been working for her. Um, so they're still, we wonder, she's going back to Falcon and Winter Soldier, or are they setting up the either the Thunderbolts or the Dark Avengers or a combination of the two or, you know, a variation or a combination no. of the two? Gio, imagine her fighting next to U.S. agent. I, I want that so bad because they're both, they're both but, not fully good, you know. And I kind of like that. You're right, Gio. Right. Wait, wait, who's not fully good? He's saying U.S. agent and Yelena. And Yel Yelena. Well, good. Yelena was strictly because she was under the the spell, whatever that. But they didn't was. always yeah. have that, so because. It it, it, ha it came up sometime after Natasha left, and obviously, so she was an assassin and doing stuff before she got brainwashed. But see, it, yeah, I was more excited for Val being there and her role. Once again, are us getting an indication that her role is going to increase in the MCU? The yeah. Hawkeye thing. Well, that was cool. Um, I, you're not selling me that she's going to be a big problem for that very long for Hawkeye. Oh, no, no I don't. She's not going to fight. They're going to fight and they're going to team up. And yeah. she, and then he will get to explain. Down for that too. She'll, she'll get to know her sister Natasha through Clint Barton and all the stories that Clint is going to tell her. And then she's going to realize that, you know, Val is not a good person. And so you think she's going to learn that Val's not a good person right off the bat from that? I mean, not, not right well, off the bat, but like, well, not and, I mean, before the end of Hawkeye season one, guaranteed. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. It could be a whole, a whole series and it could be the season finale where she forget, where she realizes nah, Clint wasn't really responsible. Could nah, be. That, that's a, Geo hit that right on the head, though. That's a thing that's easily solved with a conversation. I, I can't see them stretching that out for. No, it should be. Episodes. Should be. Right? Should be. I mean, you're I kind of right, hope but... she sticks around with Val for a little bit because Val seems to be forming some type of Thunderbolts, Dark Avengers, something. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stack. Stack that back a little bit more for me because. Yeah. What? Who is it right now that she has? U.S. agent. Just U.S. agent right now. Is it just U.S. I mean, agent? Yeah. We I assume maybe General Ross will get involved somehow, but probably. Um, yeah. probably oh, abomination probably will be the abomination. U.S. Probably. agent. I could see maybe Agatha. Oh, knows? um, what's some Zemo? Oh, stop. It. Or agent, oh, Zemo. Agent. That's who it was. Mm -hmm. Zemo. Zemo yeah. and maybe Agent Carter. Oh, Sharon God, Carter just... maybe as well. God. So I I love this because like even if it's just for an episode or two, like to see her hunting down Hawkeye and then probably Kate Bishop's gonna be involved too, like that's gonna be awesome. But the also 
is you're never going to know when she's coming. She's just going to literally just drop. I want them to treat her like an assassin and they like, oh my God, who's that? And like, they're scared of her for like, she's literally just going to drop in out of nowhere Mm -hmm. and just start attacking them. That's what I want it to be. And then I like, I'm holding back, honestly, my excitement for the Elena character. Like I love her so, so much. And I'm all for like any continuation or expansion of that character in the MCU all in on that i mean that's fair uh any other last last thoughts before we wrap it up here about the black widow movie um as great as yelena is it kind of takes away from this being scarjo's like definitive solo movie and while the Winter Soldier, you could make it a case for that because they're similar in movies, it was still very much Captain America's. Whereas in this one, I felt Yelena had a much bigger arc than Winter Soldier had in Captain America Winter Soldier. Personally, I think Winter Soldier, yes. But this was also the first time we've ever met Yelena and that we already knew Bucky too. Well, I would counter, I can see what you're saying. I would just counter by it's comparing it to Winter Soldier. She's the, the, you know, the Natasha version. You know, she's Natasha to this, like, uh, like what Natasha was to Cap in that movie, you know. And I think it, I, I think it, if you look at it like from a standpoint, just for me, look at it like it, it's definitively to use the word you said definitively or solo mood for her in the sense that she didn't need any of the other Avengers or anybody else to show up and help her. She, you know, she could handle the stuff on her own. And I say on her, on her own, obviously her and her sister and, you know, her uh, two pa- parents. But, uh, yeah, it's not like, you're not like, okay, well, she's got to get Cap, Steve Rogers on the phone to show up and help her or she's got to get uh, Tony Stark on the phone. If somebody even mentions, yeah, well, I think Jelena even said, well, what you call mm-hmm. Tony Stark and she like, says yeah, we're not right now. on best terms right now. Well, and yeah. I look, this movie was a hundred percent a way to introduce Yelena and make sure like they they put her on like get people excited for her. They hundred percent use this movie for that. But if it wasn't solely focused, if it wasn't focused on Black Widow, then see Black Widow's the one to confront Drake off, and it's just her and Drake off in that room. If they wanted to Yelena would have been right there with her if they didn't want the focus to be on Natasha. And also, after Natasha or after Yelena blows up the helicopter or whatever, she's eliminated from the fight after that. It's just about Natasha from that point on. So while I agree for the most part, I think the way they ended it made it mostly about Natasha. I'm curious to see with them leaving the actual Budapest thing out, which that also pissed mm-hmm. me off if they eventually try to tell that actual story of her joining shield because of what happened in Budapest, like, so full, basically her versus Hawkeye for this movie and mm. joining Like if that option is still on that table, like we know that she was bad. Something happened in Budapest. She was defeated essentially by Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Had a chance to kill her. Yeah. And 
Oh, I like this. Dad. Yeah, I like this comparison about Elena because this was the first time we met Sam. So that kind of mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, that's our spoiler review for uh, Black Widow. Fortunately, I would love to hear Jake's thoughts. So maybe we'll get his in the future because he did seem to like it quite a bit. Um, but we are going to go ahead and go into our tier ranking. This is going to be essentially um, a tier ranking of all of um, Black Widow's performances in uh, movies. Uh, but, but right before we get to that, uh, Geo, you want to give us a little plug action? Yeah, so Marvel Rewind will be happening tomorrow, and we are covering the last episode of Loki, the season finale, which drops in about four hours on Disney Plus here in uh, California, West Coast. So after you've seen Loki and know who is behind the curtain with the TVA and everything that's going on, come back and get our reaction on Marvel Rewind. We go live Wednesdays at 7.30 Pacific time. So check that out. And then on Fridays, Fandalorian Club is back. That's right. Jake, Brian, and myself, we dive into the latest episode of The Bad Batch and uh, talk everything regarding uh, uh, characters, cameos, plot, etc. It's pretty interesting because I haven't seen as much Rebels or read as much Star Wars novels as they have. So you kind of get an interesting discussion from two very different perspectives. And Absolutely. so check out Fandalorian Club, whether you're a uh, diehard Star Wars fan or, you know, a former diehard Star Wars fan who just can't keep up. It's still, come check us out. That's We're there Friday to at 4 p.m. Pacific time. Perfect. Thank you, sir. All right. Here is our tier ranking of Black Widow and her movies. Um, let's see. So we have um, S is what? Superior? Isn't that technically what it is? Superior, A, B, C, and D. And of course, on the bottom, we have all of the appearances of Black Widow, which would be uh, starting from Iron Man 2, Avengers, Captain America Winter Soldier, Avengers Age of Ultron, Avengers, or excuse me, Captain America Civil War, uh, Infinity War, Avengers Endgame, and of course, finally, Black Widow. So we are going to just go straight down this order. Uh, let's see, there's two, four, six, eight of them total. I, I would say, well, we definitely have to have one in each category. Mm -hmm. So um, why is just, that? because that's I think goal. it makes it it makes it harder for us it shouldn't be yeah. too easy because then we would all we would suck and just stack it everything um all right so let's start with Iron Man 2 uh her first performance came in uh under the guise of a different person only to be revealed to be Black Widow Natasha Romanoff gentlemen what are we thinking how was her performance? So, all right. So you guys are approaching it like, all right. So I think of it as like, what was the impact of her character overall in this movie? 
basically yeah. is how I'm approaching it. And then also how good the movie is ties into that too. I would say that part less though. Yeah. Oh man. Well, yeah, I, love her. I love her in this movie because she's a smart ass. She literally goes toe to toe with Tony Stark multiple times. Uh, like as far as with her wits. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's this, tough because if we if we're saying we have to, there has to be one in every category. I don't know, man. This is a D. D. Is that oh. D. What? Yeah. It's either that one or the next one goes in D. Because I don't. None of the other ones are going to be D for me. So really, I would have put Age of Ultron in D before I put this one. Nah. Well, because uh, Age of Ultron is the first time she opens up about what she had to like go actually through. actually has character development and whatnot, even though that relationship is so forced between her and Banner. It's still like as far as character art goes, you know, and uh, but we'll stick with Iron Man 2 for now. All right. Um, so. Are all For three the of you rule, D? I'm going D. D. Iron Man 2. Yeah, if we're D? saying we have to do one in D, I would say D. Ugh, you guys suck. <laughs> hey, not my, I don't make the rules. So. All right, I'm going to hit back hard on some of these. Uh, all right, Avengers, plain old Avengers. What do, so, Rachel, really quick with Rachel's last comment. We're not saying her performance was bad. I think it's just the, the overall, yeah. I think the movie's a bit of a mess. They didn't have a script for a lot of it. Characters are talking over each other. It's kind of a it's a little bit of a mess. Like as far as well, her performances, they're she's good great to, yeah. good to she's great good. in all of them. Yeah. yeah. Rachel, I'm with you. I'm with you, Rachel. Scene. I would have put her at B, put that movie at B with her because she's fantastic in that one. Um but I got outvoted three to one. All right, Avengers. Gentlemen. Age of Ultron. No, this is just flat out. Oh, event. first Avengers. First oh, yeah. uh, I go C. C. It's that interaction with Loki that I put it over Iron Man two. Just that That's alone. That's very good. We first hear the word, the name Dracoff. Dracoff's daughter. Yep. Dracoff's daughter. Honestly, Honestly to be South fair, Hollow, like hospital fire. I, I put I this in A. What? In A. Yep. No. Well, explain. I, yeah, go ahead with your. Well, knowledge. Avengers is one of the greatest comic movies ever made, top five, and she's a badass in this movie. She's like again, no superpowers. She's floating up. She figures out a way to get up there. She knocks the dude off the thing and gets onto one of those things. She's amazing in this movie. Like yeah, she. And then her and Hawkeye, the conversation after Hawkeye comes out from the brainwash, and then obviously the Loki conversation, and the opening scene with her is, is amazing. So I look, I'm okay not it not being an A, but the whole point is like my A might drag it up a little bit. Uh, I'm putting it at no higher than a C, probably. I don't know. I mean... Okay, if you all three say C, then I'm... Well, what does Keith say? I said C. C? Yeah. Well, no, that's Jacob fine. says A, so... 
Well, yeah, what did be, Brian well, say? If we're going first? off of that logic, then my Iron well, Man. Well, no, Brian's. Yes, because we all said D, and then Brian said like B. So I'm okay with the C. Like I'll take that L. All right. Not to mix up things up to use another letter, but I'll uh, take that Captain L. Captain America: The Winter Soldier. <laughs> S. 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 I think we. I mean, Jacob, go ahead, Casey. Um, take it. Take, take it. Take, take it. Take it, take it. Keith. Well, the reason I will, but uh, well, let me go ahead. Yeah, because because Jacob's the one that doesn't review this movie like with, with wrestling. Break it down. <laughs> but I will say that uh, you guys mentioned her character growth in Age of Ultron. I, it starts in in Winter Soldier. Like this is the first time we start to see her show actually a little bit of like she cares. So we see the growth, the beginnings of her relationship, friendship. Um, between her and Steve, um, we see them actually hear hear conversations between two of them, where they actually are starting to get to know each other. We get the great line where uh, you know, the great conversation where they're in the truck on their way to the Shield place, and uh, mm-hmm. was that, you know, is that the first kiss you've had since 1945, and all that stuff it was really fun back and forth between the two of them. And then they had a great conversation later on at Sam's place. Um, which is one of my favorites in uh, back and forth between in this in the whole MCU, where she says to Cap, you know, you're pretty chipper for, uh, or or she mentions how you know I thought I knew who I was working for all these years. I guess I just traded in uh, the KGB for Hydra, and she really you really get to see her. She while she really actually does have some showing. Regret. By the way, it's for sure S, hundred percent S. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I, I just really love the, the beginning of her growth, and it carries <laughs> over obviously in Winter Soldier, and then we see more of it in Civil War. And I love the, I love the relationship with her and Steve Rogers, and it, just, it starts in this movie. I think it's, I think this movie is superior. So definitely yes. By the way, the most unnatural pose yes. in the yeah. history of mm-hmm. anything. Yeah, it's, it's a silly. It's a, I yeah. literally despise. And me that. too. Very silly. Um, but that engine room fight on the boat in the beginning, she beats up those guys yeah. in the engine room. Oh, awesome. So, all good. right, Avengers Age of Ultron. Hmm. I mean, I'm, I I vote B. Okay, I was gonna say C. I'm floating between C and D, to be honest. Yeah, so either one of those for me. Where are we? Only reason I'm kind of thinking C is just how much the like sun's going down, big guy, like has been used. Yeah, but I mean, like that also. But I would have also put this at like a B. So, well, you know, we do get a reveal. Donald, Geo, what do you got? Before I say, um, I'm fine with by the way C or D on this one. I'd go B. Really? Okay. Well. Mm, this is gonna be tough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you consider the fact that she um okay, so she opens up to Banner yeah. about her backstory. She, I mean, she kicks ass in this movie as she does in any movie. Uh, um she's yeah. as good as she is in any movie. Um but then we actually get to see via flashback from Wanda her in the red room getting trained um 
she she is the key to Banner turning into the Hulk and getting out of the Hulk. Um, the boss move that she does where she kisses Banner and then pushes him and is like, no time for games. I need the other guy. I need the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, yeah. So I just, be- to me, I go to the conversation between her and Bruce in the, in the bedroom at Hawkeye's house. Like Bruce Wayne. that was the first time we learned, we learned a lot about her in that conversation. And yeah, that's kind of what I go to, but yeah, so wait. So Jill and I said B. You guys both said C. I mean, Keith, what I'm, what are, I'm fine with C or D, personally. I'm between C and D, to be honest. I'm kind of... All right, then I think so, it has to be a C. It you want to put it at C, C that's like, Okay, so then if we're putting at C, are we putting it behind or in front of Avengers? My vote's well, behind. Behind if you were considering it for D... I'm saying C. If we're putting her at C, is it better or worse than Avengers? Mm. I would just say Avengers is better than... So do you think it would be first, second? Behind Avengers, in my opinion. This way for me. Yeah. Okay. Fair? Okay. Uh, Captain America Civil War. She takes the side of Tony Stark... Iron Man, only to betray and go to Captain America's side at the end. See, here's the thing to me, like, this movie is better than Age of Ultron, and it's better than Iron Man 2 for me, but her impact on it is not, like, I think she has way more story and character development in Age of Ultron than she does in this, so where do we tow that line? Like, I I don't know, so, but I I also... Uh I think I, I think, would go probably B with this. I would probably I would agree with you. I'm A or B, but um, I, I think that her interaction with T'Challa at the beginning, if she's at the UN, Ooh, yeah, I think that's a huge part of her, and she's kind of the liaison. Uh, Man, she knows everybody, huh? Like she already knew saying. T'Challa. She met like, every character. She, she went up there and met him. Like she. At, after everything that happened and she her being a wanted woman for all these years and she went face well, to I music. guess she actually isn't very important in this movie. She's the one she who is. turns sides. Yes. Yeah. And then she turned and then she turned on T'Challa later on, which is kind of kind of sets up the Black Widow movie as well a little bit. Um it's her yeah. being on the I mean, I'm there. okay with, like I I go B for this. I'm fine with B. Yeah. You guys convince me. For me, uh, I'm kind of between A and B, I'll be honest. Um, she has a moment, I think might be my favorite moment of hers in the MCU, where at Peggy's funeral, and Steve was kind of oh, sitting Oh, yeah. Where Steve, where Steve was in the cathedral by himself, and she's trying to... Uh, he he says, I didn't want you to be alone. It's like, what are you doing alone. here? She's like, I didn't want you to be alone. He, he thinks that yeah. she's trying to convince him to sign the accords, and she's like, I know mm-hmm. you're not going to sign. And yeah. So what are you doing here? I just didn't want you to be alone. That... Is a culmination of her growth, in my opinion. Uh, well, other than her <laughs> sacrificing herself. So, so, Keith, you sound like you want A. I'm kind of going with. I'm kind of leaning towards A, but we don't have a uh, B I yet. Dio, were you leaning C? 
No, I mean, honestly, through conversation, you guys reminded me of how much of an impact she did have on Civil War. I mean, she's kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. She literally surprises Tony Stark by taking his side. Right. And like, you know, saying, you know, she's reading the terrain and like, you know, it's time for us to do something. But then as the movie goes on, as the story progresses, as characters start making decisions that are questionable, you know, she, again, is reading the terrain and decides to do the right thing. So um, now you guys I'll, are starting to push me towards A. <laughs> will be. Jacob, what are you? Well, I was I was B from the beginning. I'm still sticking to B. Yeah. B. I'm I think I'm leaning towards A, but it's not like it's gonna be B, so I'm between it, it's that's fine. Yeah. All right, we'll put it at B for right now. Let's see. Yeah. Like to me, anything B and above is just excellent. Like, so I'm okay with that. Uh Avengers Infinity War. For me, yes. A. S. S. Oh. S. Really? Yes. Infinity War? What are we talking about here? So yes. my problem yes. is she's barely in it. Uh but I guess you could say that about most of the characters. Well, yeah. But when I, she, when her and Cap show up to help out Wanda and Vision, yeah, I that's love such a moment. hero, huh? Super, that's cool such moment. a hero. Yeah. yeah. Oh goodness, come on. <laughs> I just that's think just, she's not. Look, nothing to like. Every scene she's in is great, but I don't think she's in it enough. Like, I mean, she doesn't have the scene at the end. Outside, she, so yeah, scene at the end, right? She fights she helps, the, the lady. She, she kills. Well, she doesn't kill her, but helps kill Proxima Midnight. Think about how she much stabs she's in Endgame uh, and how much she's in this. Right? She's a straight up like main character in Endgame, like from the beginning to the end. Obviously, this she's like a supporting role. See, in, to me, I Infinity like her War. better in Infinity War than I do in Endgame. That's insane. And I think Infinity War is a way better movie than Endgame, but I think her impact in Endgame is way more, but we'll talk about that in a second. I mean, these two kind of go hand in hand, so we can kind of... Sure. I mean... Well, no, because I think she's <laughs> very... Like I said, she's barely in Infinity War. So, okay, but are we ranking... So what are we talking about? Just the movie or just what she does in the movie? Well, I mean, you have to take both into account and how that yeah. impacts. Like, does okay. What are you thinking, Gio? What are you thinking for Infinity War? I was gonna say B. Oh God. Nobody's, like, nobody's say saying it's this? not a great movie. It's a great oh, movie. It's a, it's a cool moment that she gets to kill Midnight. Whatever. Um, that's that's cool. But like, how does her character? like serve the story what arc does she have in the movie how does her presence in this movie develop her character i mean it's and that's not her fault it's not that needed about this if you take her out of the movie and i don't i hate to say this if you take her out it doesn't change much at all if you take her out of the movie 
she reunites with Banner. That's that's a nice moment, I guess. And then, and then she. So, fights. what are we debating here, A or B? I would say A. For I me. said S. To me, oh, he said A. S or A. Okay, so S. Brian says A. They're I not say B. Keith says S. Keith, there's no way that they're gonna budge on uh, putting it as S. S. Yeah. So, Gio, what was your initial instinct for this? I mean, Jesus. what, what hmm. about the movie makes it as good as Winter Soldier and her portrayal in that movie? And well, I have it as A. A, well, well, A, too. Like, like, just because she's a freaking badass in that movie, she's <laughs> badass in every movie. She fights in some of the best fight scenes and choreographed fight. when she fights them in the train station. That's one of my favorite fight scenes of all time. Uh, and then, I mean, she basically almost kills two of the Black Order. She stabs Corvus Glaive, basically so, but killing him. Her impact in Civil War is way bigger than it is in this movie. Well, then you should have said something higher than B. Well, I would put it behind Civil War and B. <laughs> so, Keith says S. Jacob, you say B. Mm-hmm. I say A. A. I go B. So, I think... Because of the S and the A, instead of I'm two not, A's. What does what does eight, eight, nine, and ten average out to? <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm not worried about impact. Because he's not talking about impact. There's forty people in this movie. I mean, yeah. What, I mean, you have to what's, look what's like Star Lord's. What's what's Star Lord's impact? Like, uh, so like, it's what's, what's, what's Spider Man's impact? We're, like, but we're only talking about Black Widow here, so we don't. Out, like, but I'm saying like I know. Like, what's, but at that point, what's going, what's the point of, is. There's so many people in this movie. Yeah, outside I'm, of Tony totally Stark and Thor, yeah. there's 50 people well, in this movie. We Doctor got. Strange has a much bigger role. Like Spider-Man has a bigger role. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying there's there's so much. And if you're right, we're talking about Black Widow, but to me, I'm just looking at the movie because there's so many people in it. It's trying to dice up who has trying to rank, and there's there's people that have more to do than others. I agree. Um, so then you want to look, skip this one and go to these two? Well, no, I think I think if we'll come back to it, an A because because well, of the I F. think what's fair is the average. So, like I said, average. let's just say if, if we did, me, it's my top two. Those are my top two MCU movies: are Winter Soldier and Infinity. So War. that's the thing, though. This is why this is tough because we're not ranking the movies. Yeah, but that's still yeah. his his yeah. choice. We, we kind of are though. That S. Yeah. So, so the thing is, I don't think it. Can make it to S because it has two B's and A, so it has to go in A. It averages out to A. A. High it kind of sounds like it. Yeah, it kind of sounds yeah. like it. End game. Probably should be. I say S. Hmm. Look at the way she's leading the Avengers at the beginning. That conversation with her and Steve and her tears and her when she's eating that sandwich, and then obviously she sacrifices herself. Like uh, that's that's an S for me. Yeah, I'd go S. Okay. Uh, before or after Winter Soldier? Ooh. 
That's uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you guys. I mean, Keith and Geo definitely like Winter Soldier more than Endgame. I think. Actually, I don't know, but yeah, I think Winter Soldier is the better movie. Endgame. I think. It, I think ahead of Soul Winter Soldier because. I don't, yeah, what she does is too important in Endgame. Like, listen, I, I was, I did my. <laughs> So, Would you say sorry? I laughed and interrupted you. But I'll tell you, I, I had tears in my eyes when she she looks up at Hawkeye and says, "Let me go." Yeah. Ugh. Man, now I'm getting chills, Keith. All right, so are you putting it as number here? Where, where, yeah, probably. Uh, just for me personally, I don't, whatever you guys, either one's fine. With me. I don't yeah. know. I mean, her arc in Winter Soldier was really big. I mean, she. She followed orders to the T. I mean, she's the co-lead of that movie. And then for her to, you know, discover, along with Cap, through Armin Zola, that Hydra has been around and has been behind this whole thing. And then later on in the movie, when, you know, she does the reveal that nobody saw coming to Robert Redford. You know, Gio, you make a very good point. She is basically yeah. the co-lead, and she does. Yeah, all but none of that is as important as what she does in Endgame. None of that. Well, no, because if she well, doesn't I do mean, any of that stuff, as far as the fate of the world, sure. But it starts in Winter Soldier, though. Yeah, sorry. No, no, it's okay. That that that's fine. We we can do that. I mean, honestly, it's Sophie's choice. When it comes to it really her, her character arc and the movie itself, it's Sophie's choice, honestly. Either um, one. That's why I say either spot's fine with me. Because you guys know one of my highlights was the way one of my major highlights, and it's still like something as far as all the MCU movies together, like the moment where Hawkeye and Black Widow are fighting over who gets to make the sacrifice. Right. And the moment that they share right before they fight, where they put their foreheads together, and it's just like they both know what's coming, what's about to happen, and it's just it, it's it's the battle to battle to the end. It's I don't know the duel of fates, whatever. So sure, okay, fine, we'll leave it as is. Um, Black Widow. This one's tough because if we've been I've been arguing impact of movie the whole time and it's literally her. <laughs> Honestly, her, uh, like right. I would be I fine with this as a B. <laughs> I was gonna say like, B. That's what I was gonna say. I, I put it. I put it B. Personally, but whatever, whatever. Y'all. I'm torn between yeah. A and B. Uh, um. I don't know that I'd put it ahead of Civil War. I mean, not as a movie. Of course not. <laughs> because I feel like... I feel like the reveal with the whole, like, the family's fake and all that kind of stuff, I feel like it, it impacted Yelena more than it did Natasha. Because Natasha had a family in the Avengers First of um, all, you know what I just wrote? We didn't talk about the vest that she gets from Elena and, and she's wearing in Infinity War. So cool, yeah, yeah. by the way. Lots of pockets. That was really funny. I didn't even realize um, that until she put it on in the end and she had the blonde hair. And I went, oh, yeah, that is that vest she was wearing. <laughs> like, it's so tough. I, like, I'm okay 
Rachel, we don't even know at this point. Rachel, it's, we don't it's, know. That's the thing. We don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's kind of both because like something could be working in its favor to make it an S, but then the movie's impact could move it up or move it. Yeah, 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 exactly. I'm looking at it as impact in overall performance of the character. Like, for example, the only reason Iron Man 2 is in D is because the movie's not that good. (laughs) Like, she's good in it. And she impacted that. She's one that hacked in the roadie suit and Um, allowed him to, you know. Like, honestly, like, I'm torn on A and B. Like, I'm okay if this ends up in B. Geo? Yeah, Brian. What, what what do you think? I'm I'm behind Civil War. Okay. I'm thinking. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go. I'm gonna go B. Okay. Yeah. Are yeah. we all in favor of it being behind Civil War or in front? Yeah. I, I I would put mine personally. Jacob. I would put it in front, but I think you guys all think behind. So well, I'm behind. Keith's behind. Geo and J- it's so it's literally your. You, I mean, be honest. Be on your. Be honest. No, damn. Let me answer. <laughs> I, I was actually saying it more to Jacob than I was you. No, I was. Uh, I, I was gonna say behind only because Yelena takes up so much of the spotlight, and she's mm-hmm. so damn good that sometimes it feels like this movie is happening because of her character and what they want to set up in the future. So I'm going to go behind because I think I see what I I think her decisions of largely affect more in, in civil war than it does. Yeah. In, in black. I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is like a this is like a side adventure that she something like. Well, that's the thing. Like her, all her decisions were like impacted. Obviously, the the biggest impact. Well, obviously, it impacts the world because the red room and all that stuff. But like, it's more. It's not like. Yeah, it's not like Civil War or M or like Infinity War and Game Stakes. You know. And Rachel. Thank God he's not here because this would have been a much more heated debate between these movies. <laughs> but um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, this is our shaky rankings of Black Widow. We have in the uh, D tier, which is preposterous, uh, Iron Man 2. In the C, we have Avengers, the original, and Avengers Age of Ultron. In the B category, we have uh, Captain America Civil War and Black Widow. In the A category, we have Avengers Infinity War. And in our top two spots, we have Captain... Or not Captain... Well, yeah, Captain America Winter Soldier and our number one ranked, which is Avengers Endgame. Yay, we did it. Barely. We did it. How many movies is that for Scar Joe? Two, four, six, eight. It is eight. Um, so yes. She is the highest grossing female actor of all time. That's fair. Um <laughs> just because she's in all these movies. Yeah. Well, uh, will will uh will Black Widow be back in the years? 
Natasha Romanoff be back? I, in some capacity, I say yes. Not in any timeline past Endgame. Like, I, I agree. So, for example, Tony Stark could have popped up in Black Widow, right? But that doesn't mean he's back and he's alive. She could pop up in the prequel stuff, but nothing past Endgame. I don't think so. She's I, think, I think her and Tony stay dead. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm obviously, I'm, I'm still slightly suspect of uh, Vormir. Um, I will forever probably be suspect of Vormir, so Gamora and her. Oh, uh, like you think they're stuck in the soul dimension or something? I just, it's just very suspect to me. It's still very shady. The fact that like Tony physically died, we saw yeah, it, right? Like that guy is dead. He got burnt to a who crisp. knows when they fall, they could transport to the soul. Just stone the fact or whatever. that, yeah. like, what was the purpose of the soul stone? That's always been my thing. And if you think about it, how does the yeah. person standing on top of the cliff and they wake up in the water, like what's going yeah. on, right? So That's it's possible that they don't die. That's always been my thing. What was the purpose of the soul stone? Every single one did something. There was zero purpose to the soul stone. That's always been my thing. But anyways, uh, that is going to do it for our Apocalypse Now episode, Black Widow themed. Before we go again, happiest of birthdays to you, Rachel. Our sixth member of Rachel, that's birthday. I wish we love I had you. Rachel's drop on here. Yes, we love you so so much. Um, <laughs> and appreciate you more than you know. But yes. for Apocalypse, yes. Well, actually, before come check us out tomorrow. Marvel Rewind, seven thirty p.m. We are going to be finishing Loki, the last episode of our Marvel Rewind. Well, we might do a recap of the whole thing, but come check it out tomorrow, 7.30 uh, p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And as always, check out Friday when we cover the Bad Batch uh, on the Fandalorian Club. And that will be at 4 o'clock on Friday. So for Apocalypse Movies, I'm Brian. That is Gio. That is Keith. That is Jacob. We will see you guys next time. Have a fantastic rest of your week.